We begin tonight with more from Police Commissioner Derek Byrne about recent crimes making headlines. We've been looking at the period, particularly August to November 2022. Last weekend was a particularly difficult weekend with three robberies in, in quick succession. Uh, for the period August-November, we've had 23 robberies reported to us. Uh, and the way we've broken them down, 10 at retail establishments. Six are associated with illegal gambling. The commissioner says one was an assault, an attack on a pizza delivery driver. That immediately followed a robbery in the Savannah region. And then we have six what we classify as other robberies. And they are, two of them are neck chain uh, snatches, you know, in the town. One day, one is another uh, a lady with a, a, using her mobile phone in a car. And there are opportunistic crimes committed. And that brings you to your total of 23. The commissioner also provided some insight in where the crimes are clustered, as well as the use of firearms. Fifteen have occurred in Georgetown area. West Bay we had four, and Eastern District we had four. Firearms are utilized in 20 of the robberies, and we know that 19 were handguns, and one was a long arm described as a rifle, and that related to the robbery out at the grocery store Andreas in West Bay um, some weeks past. Ten small retail commercial outlets have been robbed over the same time period. A cocaine bust in the waters off Georgetown just after midnight on November 11th, the Coast Guard and a police helicopter on patrol discovered a commercial fishing vessel in Cayman territorial waters. The Coast Guard team stopped and searched the vessel, finding five kilos of suspected cocaine. Three Honduran men on board were arrested on suspicion of being concerned in the importation of cocaine. After being remanded to custody, they will next appear in court on Tuesday. The Auditor General wants your input about its performance audit program. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has more. The Auditor General, Sue Winspear, requests the public to provide input to her office's OAG new performance audits program. The program will give the public, members of parliament, the government, and the wider public sector clarity about the performance audits that the OAG began in 2022, the performance audits that the OAG plans to carry out in 2023, and potential performance audits to be carried out in the three years from 2024 to 2026. The Office of the Auditor General currently has five performance audits in the works, as well as a public interest report that will be published between now and the summer of 2023. The performance audit program includes proposals for another six potential audits in 2023, four performance audits, and two public interest reports. The program also contains proposals for performance audits that could be done over the three years, 2024 to 2026. None of the Pieces of work from 2023 onwards are fixed, and these may be changed as a result of feedback received. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. The OAG's five-year performance audits program for the period 2022 to 2026 can be found online at auditorgeneral.gov.ky. This consultation will run until the 2nd of December, after which the Auditor General will consider all comments received and finalize a program by December 9th. You can provide feedback by email at auditorgeneral at oag.gov.ky or mail it in to P.O. Box 2583 Grand Cayman KY1-1103. So a lot of stuff, and um, we're um, getting to see a lot of the stuff actually coming to light now, getting turned on, and just being finished up. Government's looking to clear a few projects off the books before the end of the year. One of them was actually um, having a soft opening for the Cardinal Avenue stretch there. That is um, just about 98% completed right now, and um, I have a soft opening at, on December the 1st there at 4 p.m. onwards for Cardinal Avenue. And what I've seen so far, it actually has made a, a, a whole different change to that whole stretch of lean there. Um, 
Infrastructure Minister the Honorable J.E. Banks is hoping residents will enjoy it as much as he knows the tourists will. And that's not all that's going on. Our new DVS building is actually um, just been finished. So we're looking to do the ribbon cutting on that on the 24th. Basically, we, we built a new service bay to be able to, DVS to be able to keep up with servicing their fleets of all of the vehicles and garbage mm-hmm. trucks and stuff that they that they service throughout the whole country. And um, it's been a long time in making for it. Minister Ebanks told listeners on Radio Caymans for the record, the previously scheduled groundbreaking by the National Housing Development Trust for Lighthouse Garden Phase 3 is also imminent. The Department of Environmental Health has been out in full force for several weeks as part of this year's annual bulk waste cleanup. So far, they've tackled West Bay and Georgetown before heading to Bodentown next week. To help streamline the collection process, DEH's Dave McLaughlin asks that you separate out your metal waste. Here we found that there was a lot of mixture, so it takes a lot more time to, to separate the two. Also, there are certain types of metal that will damage your equipment if you put it in there. So. It's why it's important that we separate the metals from the bulk itself. For more information, call DEH at 949-6696. A generous donation will help spruce up the Health Services Authority. CIDTV's Simon Boxall explains. The Health Services Authority is the recipient of local art. An Art Week celebration was recently held to thank the generous donor. CEO Lizette Yearwood explains more. We are incredibly grateful for this thoughtful donation. As many of you know, you know, um, art makes the environment very beautiful, but at the same time, it also does something to the soul. It brings a, a peace and a calmness that, you know, helps our patients as they are here to seek, um, you know, treatment in the in the organization. Mrs. Oldie donated 53 pieces of artwork to the Health Services Authority. The pieces will be displayed mainly at the Smith Road Center and in various hospital units and departments, including physiotherapy and in all the district clinics very soon. That is CITTV's Simon Boxel. One Dog at a Time has a jam-packed holiday event schedule to help the many dogs and puppies they have under their wing. Radio K-Man's Felicia Rankin-Solens has more. The fundraising has been in full swing since earlier this month. But if you missed those, Vice President of One Dog at a Time, Caroline Johnston, says there's a few to look forward to this weekend. So One Dog at a Time, we have got loads of events upcoming in the next few weeks, starting with this Saturday, Saturday the 19th of November, at 6.30 to 9 o'clock, we've got our trunk sale at the Kensington building off Dr. Roy's Drive. We're charging $25 a car. You can email s-c-h-m-e-c-c-l-e-s at hotmail.com to secure a spot. And right after those morning activities, they head straight into the Pirates Pooch Parade the same day. So we've got a whole selection of little puppy pirates from 10 o'clock and then that will lead on into the Pirates Pooch Parade for Pirates Week. On Sunday the 20th, we have an event linked with St. Matthew's University where we have a whole variety of puppies going down to the beach between 10 and 4 o'clock and there'll be refreshments that can be purchased and also a whole variety of games. When asked why these animals are of such importance to ODAT, for Johnston, the answer is simple. We need to help all of our fairy friends on the island. As we know, there are many, many strays or not treated properly, 
We pay for all of their vetting. We ensure that they go to amazing homes either here or with our rescue partners in the state. We also ensure that all of our dogs are spayed or neutered. The event schedule doesn't stop there. You can check out ODAT Facebook page for further information at One Dog at a Time 13. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins. Carlene Davis is the headliner at a free gospel concert Saturday night, part of the ongoing celebration of the 20th anniversary of the Progressives' political party. It will be a wonderful night of gospel music. Join us at the Lions Center at 6.30 p.m. for Cayman Gospel Fest. Some of Cayman's finest gospel performers will be there. That's David White, the Progressive's Member of Parliament for Georgetown West. Agape Praise and Worship Group, Red Bay Gospel Band, New Testament Choir, United Pentecostal Choir, Williams Quintet, Ebenezer Seventh-day Adventist Gospel Choir, and the Seventh-day Adventist Countdown Choir. Mr. White says the music kicks off at 6.30 p.m. Saturday and invites everyone to come out and celebrate. Five green sea turtles begin their new life in the wild at Governor's Beach this morning. There was a study published that found that 90% or 9 out of 10 of wild green turtles that nest in Grand Cayman has DNA that traces back to our turtles at Cayman Turtle Center. So that means our release programs are working and our sea turtles are thriving in the ocean. Cayman Turtle Center's Education Programs Officer, Shauna McGill, says all five green sea turtles have been through a quarantine process to ensure they are healthy enough to go out into the ocean. They also have a microchip embedded in their shoulder, which will stay with the turtle for their entire life so that researchers can collect data. Today, of course, was also Georgetown Heritage Day, a celebration of Caymanians' history and local food. That is your latest news on this Friday. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm April Cummings.